Welcome to Ben Navarra's podcast with your host, Ben Navarra's. Howdy and welcome back to the podcast. So over here at the Ben Thinking Podcast, we have been thinking about lots of things lately. Uh, today, Cade is going to bring in what he has been thinking about. It's Cade Junkerth with the Junkie, um, right? Uh, fitness Junkies uh, for his Junkie. And then uh, the podcast name is Elevate Yourself. Is that correct? Elevate Every Day. Yeah. Elevate every day. Sorry about that. Um, And Kate and I went to Texas A&M together and uh, kind of same, same degree. And then now Kate has been very successful in, you know, doing a lot of fitness items here. Uh, Being, I think, an influencer, if you will, and helping other people like develop really their, their lives, you know, like you're gonna, you're influencing their, the rest of their lives as individuals. Are, are we, what we call like typical influencer, like what we I think generally know on social media as such, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you definitely have quite a bit of a following, but I think overall, like it seems that you've had a significant impact on a lot of people's lives. And I just, you know, it's something that I definitely admire. I see quite often, you know, a lot of, a lot of your posts kind of come in and you are obviously you're, you're working, you're using your skills and you're impacting not just you, you're like your immediate community, but a community uh, in a, a very large scale and a very big way. So thank you for coming on, man. Very, very appreciative to have you on. Appreciate that, man. That was a, that was a humbling compliment. I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm excited to, to be on and with, I had you on my podcast. I don't know if your listeners know that, but um, and I, I thought we had a really good chat and I appreciate you coming on there when I was just getting started with my podcast. So I felt like that was really cool to have you on. And yeah, the, the reason I kind of made a face when you said influencer, you know, I, I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I have got some weird stigma with influencer. You know, I don't really consider myself influencer, but you know, I, I think there's some influencers, if you will, that give it a, a good name and some that give it a bad name. Um, but, you know, if I do have influence on my followers, you know, I hope I just hope that it's in a positive way. And, you know, uh, not that I'm trying to influence them to do, uh, you know, buy a product or anything like that. But I'm just hoping I get a good message out there. Um, and I, that's what I think um, being an influencer should be all about. Shouldn't be about just like pushing products, but it's like, you know, let's let's try to, to influence everyone that's listening in a positive manner, get your word out there and, and like just spread a good message. And that's what I think hopefully, um, you know, those that do have influence over people over the social media, hopefully that's what they're trying to do. Um, and that's what I strive to do. So. Yeah. I think, I think you're definitely right. I think in, in any field that we come into, we have really pe- people who are good and people who are maybe not so good. We have, we have, I, yeah. I saw like bad the good and the great we have, we have this like scale i think it was a podcast recently or somebody had talked about it but we have this, this scale of individuals and i think uh, unfortunately the people that give it a bad rap are always going to be the bad people like the car salesman um kind of a classic example of like oh that's a bad salesman it's like well that's maybe that's just a bad person who happens to do sales you know sure. like it's not necessarily that they're like being a salesman is a bad thing um quite a good thing you know like they, yeah. they get to to hear what you're saying hear what you need and then kind of make the match right uh, yeah. and it's an efficient i think a salesman is just a communicator so right. um but i think 
maybe a, a better way to say it or a different way to say it is, you know, you're, you're educating, you know, you're, you're educating a population on how to move appropriately, take care of themselves and also have a good mindset when it comes to the body. Right? And, and that could be in, in terms of fitness or just overall health. Like there, there's a lot of aspects that you touch on. How did you get like started in this world of training other people? Yeah. Great question. And, yeah, we, we talked about it a little on, on my podcast when you came on, you know, we, we got and you mentioned it, you know, we got kind of started in the same uh, with the same roots at Texas A&M. And so whenever we were studying sports conditioning there, um, I got started pretty young training people. Um, and, you know, I think we even started even if we want to go back even further than that, me and you both started kind of being smaller guys on our football team. That's what really got me into like, I want to put on strength and size, you know, back then. And then when I started studying it in school um, and started training people at the rec center there at A&M, really just fell in love with it. It just became, you know, a passion of mine. And really what also became uh, a passion through that was just like getting to know people and communicating with people and like learning what people kind of resonate with and and how to coach people. Um, And I think that just flourished into a lot of different things for me, a lot of growth. Um, once I started it there at Texas A&M and then, um, you know, I just fell in love with that, kept going. Um, and then eventually kind of evolved into more online with the coaching. Uh, so, so that's where I'm at now, just fully online with, with fitness coaching. And yeah, like you said, um, just being able to spread education, um, on the internet. I mean, it's so cool what we can do now, um, you know, be able to scale our message online. So it's just like, um, it's really cool to see what technology has allowed us to be able to do as coaches to to be able to reach more people and everything like that. I, I remember we talked about it on on your on your podcast, but I wanted to you know my listeners that, that, that just maybe haven't heard. Uh, but if you haven't heard, make sure you guys go check out the podcast again. It is <laughs> spell it out for me if you don't mind, Cade. Uh, the, the Elevate Everyday Podcast. The yeah, so, podcast. Yeah, Elevate Everyday Podcast. So yeah, we had we had Ben on there. It was really cool. We had a good chat. Um, so yeah. Yeah, go check it out. everybody go check it out. Uh and then go give it a like, subscribe, always do all do all the cool things. But um <laughs> it's your you know, you, you started off, you know, at Texas M's, but we both did. Like, did you know that it was gonna be that you wanted to go into online coaching? Was that the goal? So I was like always obsessed with, I don't know if you can relate to this or this isn't something I've talked about with you before, but like, I always loved watching fitness YouTube. Um, Some of the OGs, um, like even Christian Guzman, Max Tuning, um, Nick Wright, um, you know, just to name a few, but I I was obsessed with like watching fitness influencers, I guess, if you will, um, on, on YouTube and stuff like that. And like, it was always some like people I looked up to, you know, it was something I kind of idolized. Um, but I never really thought like I could actually get to that point. It was kind of just like, okay, well, this is really cool. I mean, that would be awesome if that, that was like something that I could do one day. Um, but it was more of like, I was always kind of seeing what was more of a career for me, what I thought would be a career. Um, and you know, what, what kind of society tells you is a career. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, that just seemed like it was 
a fantasy to me to be able to do something like that at that point. Um, so I, so I went into like just, you know, brick and mortar gyms. That's where I got started. thought that was just going to be a thing. Um, eventually I became like a manager at one of the gyms I was at. And I thought that that was like the peak of what you could do with, with fitness coaching, um, is like, you know, train other trainers at a gym. Um, but then on the side while, while going through that journey, I, you know, was doing some of this online coaching and, uh, and just realized that you can actually get clients just as good of results from afar because you're able to, you know, give them the structure and guidance that they need. They don't need someone necessarily in the gym all the time with them um, to to reach the goals. A lot of clients, you know, they even maybe have experience, and it's just something that works better for them. But I found for for a lot of the clients I have now, it's it's just a win win. And it's like, you know, so so that's what kind of got me more thinking about doing it even more. And then it's just, um, you know, just starting to get become more of a content creator, if you will, and just kind of. Uh, you know, posting more on social media, growing the following is like, wow, this, this could actually be something that, that could be my career. Um, so it's kind of just, you know, it's maybe something I thought was a fantasy in the past. And it's just like the more steps I took towards it is like, okay, well, this actually could be the thing. <laughs> and, and so now like it is the thing now and I'm, I'm feel blessed that it's, I'm making this my career and, you know, I feel like I'm just getting started, but, but I feel really excited about the future and just kind of where it's going. So. It's really cool, man. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's very hard to be at times to be in this industry, right? Like uh, I've been saying recently that, you know, we live in a, in a society that is, that doesn't necessarily always value health in the fact, like in, in, in the long-term game, right? Everybody wants the pill. Everyone wants the protein powder. Everyone wants these, like these immediate benefits. Um, Ozempic obviously I think is a, is a bit, it's an easy one to see. It's, it's an immediate effect and a, po- a possible benefit right um i think it, as humans it's natural it's normal I, I get it but like i think those who are truly successful understand that everything takes time and you you said you know you set some goals for yourself and kind of like kind of fell into it almost very organically i think which is you know beautiful um and i again i've been saying it's just it, it is tough to make it in this industry. And I think that a lot of times, not only do coaches undervalue themselves, but I think that a lot of other people undervalue the coach and, and don't really understand that, you know, the impact that we have is not just, yeah, we might be, maybe sometimes we're only working with somebody for six months, but those, those benefits will last decades if we do it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. What I hear and see all the time is like you said, like that six month transformation may seem like a short period of time, but that, that can have a ripple effect into like a bunch of different areas of your life. Like it can just literally have kind of like a butterfly effect and just, you know, start snowballing a lot of um, control in your life. Like when you can take control of your health, then it's like, then you can transfer that to other things. You might be able to have more control over your career, you know, more control over your, your mindset, you know, just lots of different things um, when you're able to, to feel like you've got full control over your physical health and everything like that. So. So my, my question to you is like, so like again, we, we've said this kind of difficult, especially in big box gyms. Um, people, I think, always feel like, oh, I, I know what I'm doing. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Like how, how this coach doesn't know any like he's just another PT. And I'm like, yeah. you know, there's definitely PTs that give PT a bad rap. Don't get me wrong. But those that that are qualified, unfortunately, get is seen in that same kind of view. How did you find or. How, what was your, your, your method, I guess, of finding a way to find clients and then have them stick with you? It's a good question. You know, I would say 
every PT starts somewhere, right? And maybe I was a bad PT when I first got started and didn't know it. <laughs> you know, it's like you think you're good when you first get started, but it's like no one's good at anything when you first get started. So it's, okay. you know, I, I would say, you know, I've learned a lot along the way and, and, you know, just getting into it. I mean, at the, at the rec center at Texas A&M, I was getting paid like 10 bucks an hour. So it's like, you know, sometimes you, you got to start somewhere and you, you yeah. gotta, you kind of got to get that experience under your belt. Um, but then when you, when you do get that experience and you learn more about people and what works with people, um, then you, you know, you, you build trust with certain people and then you, you learn things along the way. Um, and then I feel like it's, you know, you just kind of build those skills and then you stack those skills on top of each other. Um, and then, that just comes across when you uh, meet people and you're trying to gain new clients. It's like that just comes across after you've had all that experience and you've stacked those skills. Like they're just going to be able to see that, that, you know, people are pretty um, intuitive and they can pick out like, you know, who's, who's real and who's not, or like who's been doing this for a while, kind of, you know, who's actually going to help me, who cares and stuff like that. um, And who doesn't. So, but it's just like any other profession, you know, there, there's good plumbers and there's bad plumbers, right? There's, um, it's, it's just like anything else. So it's just a matter of, um, you know, stacking those skills, gaining that experience and uh, learning along the way. And then just honestly sticking in it because I feel like a lot of personal trainers, I've seen a lot that, that have come and go that I've worked with and stuff like that. But, um, and they've tried different things. They're like, man, that's just because you, you, you mentioned like, it's hard to make it in this. Um, so there are super tough times in the, in the fitness industry for a lot of personal trainers. And it's like, um, but if you stick in it, it, then, you know, you're getting ahead of the people that can't make it through. Right. It's, it's like anything else. It's like the longer you kind of stay in, it's like, you're setting yourself apart from the ones that couldn't make it. Um, and then, and then you're just, you keep stacking those, those experiences and you keep stacking those skills. And like, at some point you just feel head and shoulders above kind of where you were before um so i think a lot of it's just grit (laughs) and then just and then using everything as data um to learn from it instead of like you know maybe if there's tough times you know instead of looking at it like uh, like just getting down on yourself and and letting it get to you just using it as data and learning from it and being allowing that to level you up for for the next time you come across that situation because sometimes or I would say like almost all the time, like a problem you face is, is universal. And then you're, you're probably going to see a problem, that problem in the future. So if you can solve it right there, then that's going to serve you in the future. So, so it's getting a little philosophical, philosophical with that one, but, um, but that's just kind of some of the things I've kind of learned along the way. And I think that's, what's allowed me to stick in it and just continue to, to try to improve and get better. I like those philosophical talks. I think like part of, I really like the fitness uh, being in like personal fitness development, right? But at the same time, I think anything that we get into that we really like pour ourselves into, we really understand that I think success is kind of a there, there's very there's a lot of common denominators, especially I think as we continue to talk to people, there's there tends to be that trend of. I worked hard. Um, I stayed positive. I had hard times, but I I stayed patient. Like I think we like we all. I think we we've heard it dozens of times. But I think it's it's true. Like it, yeah. it's it's like not to be you know cliche, but it but at the same time it's cliche for a reason. You know I've always liked that. Um, it's there. There's just like you suck it out, and you were patient enough to to be and also be consistently pouring and giving the the 
the entity its love and its care that it deserves, um, as well as your your clientele, right? You, you, you yourself are developing so that you can provide a better service overall to your people. I think that that is not just in, you know, specifically as coaches, I think that's in anything that we do. It, it's being, you know, if you're running, it doesn't matter if you're running a construction company or a fitness company, They're, it's yeah. the same idea, you know? For sure. Yeah, and I think what you said about kind of some of these things being cliche, you know, I think there's certain coaches out there or certain people in general who will just throw out these cliche um, sayings, but it's it's not something that they've actually been through. And I think that's when um, when when it's coming from like I've actually done this um, and this is my experience. Then there's more kind of depth to when you're when you're saying that. So and, and I think that's a big value in coaching as well is if like if your coach has done the things that you're trying to achieve, right? Like, like if someone came to you um, and they're like, I want to improve my, my squat bench and deadlift, like you've got credibility <laughs> with that, with those things. And it's like, you know, anything you say, there's more depth behind it because you've proven that you, you can do that for yourself and you've helped other people, you know, improve their total and stuff like that. So it's, you know, I, I think that's a big part of it as well with building trust with your clients is like, you know, what, what did this person actually accomplish? Um, is there real depth behind kind of the advice they're giving me? And then, yeah, with the philosophical stuff, it's, you know, s- sometimes it's just sharing uh, the things that we're going through as coaches in our own experiences. Um, and then like having that extra relatability with the clients and they're just able to see like, as we go through certain things in our life, um, it helps them overcome those same things when they're seeing it. Um, like, oh, my coach did this and he talked about it. Like, you know, I can kind of relate. Maybe it's on a subconscious level a lot of times, uh, but they're able to relate to, to something that's that they've seen happen with their coach uh, and it helps them get through certain situations in their own life. So I think something I had this conversation earlier today with a, with a client. I had a couple of clients before before we had our session today and or before we had our conversation. And it was talking about how you know, I felt unstable during my bench. You know, the other day I was benching and I just felt, you know, just super unstable. I felt like I, my touch just wasn't right. I don't know. Like I, I benched well, like I, my number was technically good, but it just felt a little bit off. And I was like, you know, that's something that I like, I think is fairly consistent. Like I'm always looking like, Oh, I'm trying to improve this piece of my bench. And I kind of feel like it's off today. Or, you know, I feel like it's, it's less often that I have a perfect day than it is that I have hard and like weird days. Like, why can't I just like get my leg drive, you know? And then yeah. that client was like, I just feel like I'm not touching well. Like I, I, maybe I am, but I just feel like it's just a little bit off. Like, okay, well let's make some adjustments. and it, it, or Maybe, you know, it looks pretty good, but if you still feel that, it's okay. It's normal. Like, I feel that too. And I've been doing this for a hell of a long time. And it's like, okay, so this is like regular. So the next time that that individual comes into the gym alone, they're like, okay, maybe not everything's going to feel perfect, but you know what? I made it today and I'm trying my best to do my best. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, man. And and you kind of touched on earlier, like some coaches feel like you know they've got kind of that imposter syndrome or whatever it may be i i love talking to other coaches like you because then we can relate on certain levels like this and we realize things like you know we we realize some of the impact we have on our clients and sometimes it's hard to see but then you you talk to other coaches and you you kind of just have conversations like this and it's it's it it just kind of comes up organically and and then you know sometimes your clients will tell you certain things that um that they've noticed have 
helps them improve in their own life. And it's just like, you know, it becomes super fulfilling. So that's awesome. Yeah, it is, man. So there's, there's a lot of, uh, apps out there, right? I think that this yeah. is a, an area that I, I started to do a little bit more of online stuff, online training. And I have noticed that there is a lot of reviews, a lot of stuff out there. What is your take? I mean, after being in this for a little while, what do you use? And then what have you like, maybe have enjoyed some, some like key points that you, you know, that you've really appreciated about those online platforms? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, for me, I use True Coach for my <clears throat> actual workouts for my clients. And I even use it for myself. Like I'll program my own workouts on there. And I, I do have a coach myself, by the way, as well right now. Um, but even the workouts he gives me, I put them into True Coach just because I love the app. <laughs> so um, it's really cool. I like it because it's really customizable. Um, it's it's a little bit on the higher end of like the price point um, that that you can get with, with the coaching apps, you know, trainerize is cheaper, s- stuff like that. But, um, I like true coach because you can customize it. You can put your own videos in it. Um, so I've like created videos on YouTube for like my how to's of all the exercises and stuff like that and included them on the true coach. Um, so I really like true coach. And then, so that's for workouts and for nutrition. I usually recommend my fitness pal for my clients and you know, you don't need a coach to use my fitness pal. Like anyone that's listening can use my fitness pal, but I, I've been using it since I got started. And like, I, I, I don't know if you, you probably, I'm sure you did have to take nutrition one-on-one in, at yeah. A&M. Yeah. And like one of our, I think it was like the project, basically the whole semester was to start logging your nutrition. Um, and that semester, like when I started doing that diligently, like, I think that's the best education that you can get in nutrition It's just literally logging everything that you're eating and learning what's in certain foods with, um, calories, protein, carbs, and fat, like the calories and the macros. Like once you learn that, like you're able to just take control of your own nutrition. You don't need, you don't need to follow an exact meal plan if you know how to do that really. So, um, so that's the app I use, um, for nutrition with my clients, but I still do, you know, make meal plans for them, but I like them to have, like I said, that education of like having that control and the freedom, if they do deviate from that to still hit the numbers that we're trying to hit to reach their goals. So those are my main two, honestly. That's cool, man. I just I, I heard a lot about True Coach. I just started using Trainerize. They have like a thirty day free trial, and there's certain aspects that I really enjoy. I think the calendar piece is kind of what I'm like, eh. Um, or like just the the the, the platform, the way it's um is kind of laid out for like I I can't add in if I want somebody to do um one set of five and then two sets of six uh, on bench, then I can't add that in there very easily. Like it, it takes a little bit more effort. Is it easier on the true coach app to like have some, some, you know, in workout variations? For sure. Yeah. yeah it's super customizable. Like that, I guess there's pros and cons of it being very customizable because I've just, I've only seen Trainerize with, from other coaches um, showing it to me. I've never used it for myself. Um, but from what I saw, it was like pretty much like it, it was kind of, you're able to just paste certain exercises and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, you're able to just puzzle piece it together. True coach, like kind of the pro of it is also the con because, um, you have to really build everything. <laughs> so it's kind of like a lot of front end work. Um, cause it's kind of just like a blank slate and you're just kind of like building all the workouts and everything. Um, but so it, so it's a little bit more front end work to do all that, but then it's just very customizable and it feels like it's almost kind of like your app that you're just using through a different um, like company. 
is what it what I feel like. So that's why I like it. That's kind of cool. Okay, I'm gonna have to do like a, a trial with it. I think there's yeah. like a seven day trial thing I would like to try out because uh, I I am interested. I've heard of like several other coaches that use it. I have one of my clients who is also a coach who trains uh, professional dancers and <laughs> cheerleaders and stuff like that. And so uh, she uses Trainerize, which is why I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's give it a shot. Um, and so. I know we had Brad Feinberg on either of our podcasts and he, he uses true coach as well. He does. Yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really good. I like it. I, I think you would like it too, honestly. And I think they do also have a, at least a, a trial or, or a, I don't know. They've got something where they've got a deal where you can get started with it. So cool. And so like, in terms of what people should expect in online coaching for pricing, I think that this is uh, a topic that I think needs a lot of love, not something that's really discussed very much at all in our industry, because it's kind of, I think anything that comes to finances is taboo, right? right. Um, so I've had several people on like, um, I don't know if you know, um, what RTS or reactive training systems with, um, what are the, what's his name? Um, Gosh, Mike Tashir, which was on on the podcast a couple episodes or several episodes ago. I've also had Jason uh, Tremblay, which is uh, with the Strength Guys, who you know their their pricing was right about two hundred and fifty bucks a month per person, no matter what. And I was like, man, dude, I just I don't know that that's enough. You know, like yeah. the, the amount of effort that we're putting into a client and like the day to day, it it's a lot. Like like I just I don't I think that's very. Uh, I think it it it's hard to like my services are worth more than two fifty a month. If I want to be honest with you, yeah. um, and so what does your pricing look like, and how have you like found your way to finally find that price? You yeah. know, yeah, I think there's so many factors that go into this um, because uh, you know, and it kind of depends where you're at in your experience uh, with the online coaching um, and your coaching in general. Uh, so I've been actually doing online coaching. Um, for I guess like almost four and a half years now. So I I got started doing it like on the side pretty early on in my coaching career. Um, but like I said earlier, you know I didn't really fully think that this was even possible to like you know actually be an online coach and everything like that. So I didn't really have the I kind of had limiting beliefs myself with the online coaching. So when I first got started, I think I was charging like a hundred bucks a month, <laughs> um, for my, my original clients. So shout out to you guys, the OGs that got started, <laughs> got that, got that discounted rate and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I was like, you know, basically doing a whole lot, but, but again, like I said, I had to learn myself how to do this in the beginning too. So it's like my, my services have evolved a lot since then too. So, you know, you kind of gain confidence. Like, yeah, I, I know what I'm doing now. Um, I know how to get clients results even online. Um, so you're able to start having more confidence charging more, but there's honestly, at this point, there's a pretty big range of kind of my prices that, that I charge for my clients. Um, and it kind of depends on a lot of different things, um, whether it's they're doing, uh, workouts and nutrition or, or one or the other. Um, you know, some, I've even have some clients still that only do nutrition. Um, you know, so I've got some just nutrition, some just workouts, um, depends on if they're doing both of those things. Also, I've got some clients that they actually feel like they don't really need like check-in calls and stuff like that. Um, so I've got some like basically fully online like we basically just you know message um all the time um so those those people get a little less because it doesn't take as much of my actual time to communicate with them over the phone or zoom calls and stuff like that but like my high level um 
coaching clients uh, that are getting like Zoom calls once a month. We're doing weekly group calls um, with some of them. Uh, and they're, they're like getting the nutrition, workouts, everything. Everything's like all together, full service. Um, that can be up to like 400 a month for like the, the top of the top, um, kind of like high-end clients that are getting all that. So nice. there's really kind of a range. Yeah. I still think that that's like very reason, like that's insanely reasonably priced. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I'm yeah, a coach, <laughs> the influence that you're having on this person's life is worth right. more than $400. But oh, like, that's a hundred percent agree. Plan. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Um, and it's also, you know, one of the factors I want to talk about too is like, I'm not hugely known, right? It's not like I've got like clout on Instagram. I'm like got a hundred thousand followers plus or anything like that, you know, and, and there are fitness coaches out there that are like that. They cannot give you their time. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, they've got so many clients and stuff like that. So much going on. A lot of those coaches, like it's not that they're worse coaches, but they, they have so much going on that they can't give you their time. I'm still at the point where I can give a lot of my time individually to like give you really good service. Um, so a lot of people might think like, oh, well, you know, why are you more than this coach that's got a million followers? Well, it's like, well, you might just be getting an Excel spreadsheet with that person. Um, so, <laughs> so some of that goes into play. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's like, you know, I even still have to come over, overcome limiting beliefs for myself on like how much all this is worth. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a process and it's just like, uh, you know, if you compare it and this is something I say on a, on a lot of my calls, like the initial consultation calls with, with potential clients is like, if you compare it to in-person personal training, I had clients back when I was training them in person that were paying, you know, thousand, 2000 plus bucks a month for in-person training. Um, and I legit have clients now that are making better progress doing it this way um, than the, the clients I had back then. Like it's, you don't need necessarily like a lot of people, some people do need it. You know, some people need that a little bit extra, you know, attention in, in person, you know, so, but a lot of people can get this, this type of results where it's, you know, just fully online. So I like the idea of online. I've had, I've had online clients before that were more the, like the competitive power lifter. Right. Right. And I had, a, I saw a lot of success because I feel like that it becomes almost at, at some times it is nice to be a practitioner and not just be a friend at the moment. like, it's nice to be friends. It's nice to build that relationship, but there's times yeah. where I'm like, I'm seeing somebody really, really struggle. And I'm like, eh, I don't like what, what's the, 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 the value here. Maybe, maybe let's go ahead and cut it a set. Um, versus if I write it down and I send it out and like, okay, you have four sets of eight at two twenty five. like that's what it is. And then they're like, man, it's really hard. And I'm like, cool what we like rpe or kind of like what's what's really hard to you it's like man it's like a seven or an eight perfect we're right in line where we should be yeah, like, yeah it's gonna be really hard but that's yeah. kind of like that's that's the goal right and right. so i think that seeing like having that like objective outlook to it uh and having that objective kind of like spreadsheet was very very helpful for i think myself but also a lot of clients kind of keeps them honest uh it's it's i think it's very helpful for sure yeah and um you know, with that too, everyone's different. You know, I, I feel like coaching is not just a science. Sometimes it's an art form, um, you know, it's, and it's getting to know people and it's, it's basically, you know, finding what ticks with different personalities. And, you know, some people are just really 
going to connect more with that in-person coaching, but some people have the perfect personality. Um, I've trained like a lot of engineers and stuff like that, that I've met through A&M because, you know, it's kind of an engineer school, you know, th- those type of personalities, like they literally don't want to, <laughs> to meet you in a gym nope. and talk to you. Like they're kind of introverted. Um, so they actually like really thrive with this style of, of training where it's like, you know, just, just tell me what I got to do and I'm just going to do it. <laughs> so um, cause you know, some people are just have that type of personality. So yeah. And I think it can be a win-win when you find those type of people. So I like it, man. I think that this industry provides a lot of opportunity, especially now that, you know, online has become much more, um, available. I, I not to say that it's still not difficult. Um, but it, there's a lot of really cool opportunity now with the online the online game so how do you like how do you get most of your clients are you like doing you know we have many ways to market ourselves um are you going door to door is it word of mouth like events like how how are you getting yourself out there yeah good question i i would say about maybe 25 percent at this point is referrals and those are usually the you know my, my the best potential clients because it's like you know they they know someone that's had really good success with me and so it's just word of mouth like you said so i would say about 25% is that and that's that's always good and then I, the other 75% is honestly just calls to action from social media like people reaching out to me being like hey i saw your post um and you know a lot of times i'll put at the end of the post like message me transform if you're ready for this or something like that so people reach out to me about that or I'm just constantly starting conversations, you know, almost kind of like I did with you, just opening it up about the podcast, but just reaching out to people being like, you know, start a conversation it doesn't even have to be anything fitness related in the beginning. But, you know, I just kind of start something up and then it leads to a conversation about fitness because they see that I'm a fitness guy um, and then, you know, try to get them on on a call, see if I might be able to help them. Um, and it just goes from there. So that's pretty much the, the process with that. <laughs> it's kind of clean, man. It's, it seems yeah. so, so simple. It, it really, it's, and it's honestly like it, I, I never played video games <laughs> as a kid, but it almost feels like it's like a video game. Like you're just, I get excited to get in front of my computer every day, have conversations with people, see how I can help my current clients and see how I can grow <clears throat> um, and help others. So that, it's just, yeah, it, it, it is pretty simple when you think about it. Like, and I, I'm a simple guy, honestly. Um, and I feel like you know, the processes I use are just like boom, boom, boom. But it's just cool to see the, the trajectory every day and just trying to grow and just um, coming in every day excited to, to see that happen. That is very cool. I think that, you know, I could definitely take something from that as well. You know, it's it's just it's a it's almost like a, I do like video games. I definitely <laughs> I am. I used to play a lot of Call of Duty, all, all those good things. Uh, Diablo, I mean, you name it. So uh, uh, I think that that's a really fun way to look at it. And just like step out of that comfort zone a little bit, send some messages. And the worst case is they either don't reply or you don't set up a meeting. Like you get to meet somebody new and the life goes on, you know, like it's a, a very, it's, it's motivating on this end. I think that's part of what I did for the podcast. And I I really appreciate uh, your advice going to the podcast guests and dude, I've gotten so many like wild people that are just like, I don't like very like like su- very successful in their fields that are coming on and talk to some like really profound things. I'm like, wow, yeah. like what a cool conversation that ended up turning into something very fruitful. I know it's really cool, man. I, I've really been enjoying this podcasting, and it's it's not like it's you know I'm not really reaping 
that much reward from it, to be honest with you. Like, you know, it's not like I haven't monetized the podcast or anything. And it's like, it's not like it's growing exponentially. Um, but I think the fact that just like you said, you, you can get cool people that you have conversations with and, and honestly, like kind of get to download their expertise in the conversation for yourself um, and spread that knowledge for others. You know, just, I know that there's going to be good that comes from that um, no matter what even if I don't see it right now. So, so I think it's really cool. I think that the, the way I started thinking about the podcast was like, you know, if it, if it doesn't end up um, being able to be monetized, then at the very least I get to talk to a lot of really cool individuals, build yeah. a lot of really cool relationships, a lot of meaningful, intimate relationships. Cause usually I, I'm one-on-one with somebody inside the house or inside the studio. And like, it's, it's intimate to invite someone to your, in like into the studio and to sit down and, have a conversation for two hours and then like, turn off the camera, turn off the stuff and then have a, another hour to two hour conversation. <laughs> like it's a beautiful thing. To, it's very meditative and you get to learn some really cool things. And so I was like, you know, at the very least this, this is the, this is what comes out of it. And that's a pretty good thing. But if you keep with it, like it's oddly cool. Like this, this, la- it's, it's oddly motivating whenever I tune in sometimes and I look at uh, listens or downloads and I'm like, huh, we're doing something like, or, or people will be like at the, at the gym. Uh, some guy is like, Hey man, I found your podcast. And like, it's like really motivating for me to stay in the gym and it's very empowering and, and kind of gets me out of my, you know, like out of my head. And it was like, damn, like we're, we're doing something that's, that's good. And that's good for people. Like yeah. that's also a win, you know, huge. 100%. Yeah. It's like, um, I mean, there's a couple other ways to look at it too, uh, because in the beginning, just with my YouTube channel in general, <clears throat> not just the podcast, but it's like, you know, you're getting 50 to a hundred views on some of your, your stuff. And you're like, man, is this really worth it? Like, look at all these other YouTubers. If you think about it, like, what if you were in a room with 50 to a hundred people speaking? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing, honestly, if you have 50 to a hundred people listening to you online, you know, that that's a lot of people, honestly. So, and and it's like you get a few people liking and commenting saying like hey this was awesome like i mean how much how much more can you expect than that right like that's that's honestly a lot of influence right there even if it doesn't like seem like it from the pure numbers if you look at it in a different way you know it's pretty impactful um I think that's a good way to look at it. I think sometimes I can get in my head where I start, you know, I, I spend a lot of time looking at other people's like pages and like studying yeah. them. Like what, what are y'all posting? How are you posting it? Um, and then I, and, and uh, like, I listen to a lot of, uh, I don't know, your mom's house is one of them. I, I love their podcast. Uh, two bears, one cave, um, honeydew podcast, all these like co- comedy guys and, yeah. and podcasting for comedy right now is just like, killing it right yeah so these guys are theo vaughn is another one these guys have 1.8 million followers 2 million followers or subscribers yeah. and they have these huge deals that are going on and then they're they have these huge numbers that are happening and i'm like damn like i'm not there yet like and dogging on myself but i'm like hey hold on ben like go back and look at your stuff and just realized these guys have been doing it for how long? And then I went back to their first video, your mom's house. <laughs> I went back to the first video and I was like, wow, this is dog shit. Like, <laughs> it was absolute, like yeah. terrible quality, terrible conversation. Yeah. Uh, didn't even stay for like 10 minutes, but as they continue to, to give it love and give it care and invest in it, then now they have this huge, 
this huge production with multiple channels or mo- like one channel but multiple shows and i'm like just just keep with it man just you know and then you know it's just keep with it yeah and if if it was e- easy honestly it it wouldn't be as rewarding like it you probably wouldn't even be as motivated honestly if it came super quick and easy to be honest with you um you know that, that's what i found and to kind of go full circle to our conversation earlier um you know you got to start somewhere and it and just like the coaching stuff you know you you're gaining that experience you know you're you're learning from all these things you're getting data and it, this stuff is just going to serve you in the future um like there's this I think it's even a Bible verse, but it's um, like in all labor, there is profit. So it's like, even if it's, you know, you're not seeing it right now, like you're just, your work is working on you more than you're even working on it right now, honestly. So that's, that's what I've, I've seen that in my coaching. And so I I haven't been so passionate about something uh, since coaching than I am about this. Um, And so that's, what's got me excited about it. And it's like, you know, even if, even if it takes a really long time, like I'm enjoying the process and, you know, just having conversations with people like you, like this is, this is really cool. It is really cool. And there's, there's moments where I'm like, I'm sitting down across from somebody that I'm like, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is real, like international bestseller or like CEO of some like massive company. And I'm like, yeah, like me, like, we're, like this is real. Like we're doing this right now. Like that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. You know? Like another way to go. Yeah. I was just going to say another way to look at it too. I was thinking about this just yesterday because I was having someone <clears throat> like kind of do an intro chat. We're going to record sometime next week, but it's like, I'm looking on his website and it's like, how much do this, does this guy probably charge for his time? <laughs> and he's yeah. coming on my podcast um, and just answering all my questions for free um, and providing all this value for all my listeners. So it was like, when you look at it like that, it's like, man, how you're getting a lot out of this, even if it's, you know, not monetary. And I think, you know, that there's a lot to be said for that. And you know so. what, man, it's weird how they're like the opportunity for the monetary value will come. Like people I've had a couple of sponsors now and it's been a wild experience to say like, Oh yeah. Like, I got paid today from the podcast. Like, <laughs> that's insane, yeah. you know? And right now yeah. we're working with Manscaped and nice. it's another like, you know, you see all the big podcasters are like, oh, manscaped.com, you know, or uh, Liquid IV and all these like these huge brands that I'm like, oh man, like, like we can kind of say we're like, we're a part of that group to some extent, you know, yeah. uh, use the code thinking at manscaped.com, by the way. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> I felt like that was coming. <laughs> shameless plug, man. You got me might as well. Um, and so I, I got to thank the people that are around me because ultimately like those, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had that opportunity if it wasn't for a person who connected me in the right, in the right direction. So I, I, you know, I don't know that he doesn't listen to my podcast, but I am, I am very grateful for him to, to, to help me kind of get set up. And it's just having the conversations and then providing value to the people around you. And then they're like, man, like I want to help you too, man. Like what, what can we do to support what you're doing? Because what you're doing is working or what you're doing is good. And I'm like, you know, this is kind of, and, and I think being open enough to ask for the things that you're wanting is huge. For sure. Yeah. And kind of, you know, I guess it's a little bit related, but a little bit of a tangent on that is like, you know, when people are realizing and and seeing that you're doing good and they want to support that, um, you know, for one, I really appreciate those people for, for, for being like that. But also like, I feel like I'm in a battle against, 
kind of like nonsense content <laughs> or, or like honestly sometimes like toxic content it's like i feel like I, it, i'm taking it on as my personal responsibility to be like no i want to put good stuff out there that's like providing value for people because there's i feel like the internet that's just trying you know there's so much stuff out there that's trying to steal your attention um so i'm hoping i get to the point where my content is so good um and that that it's like you know, people want to listen to that, even though it's like valuable and it's not just kind of like giving you easy dopamine hits. Um, but you know, I feel like that takes skill and it takes a lot of experience. Um, but I, I, I don't know if that's kind of related to to something you were saying. <laughs> but I think, I think it definitely is, and I think it's yeah. something that you know every single day I I kind of feel the same way. And I'm so yeah. there there is sometimes where maybe it, and it's not a, it's not a good quality, but I get envious of the people that are like there's like this stupid fucking video that absolutely has no value whatsoever and has yeah. like 10,000 views or a hundred thousand <laughs> views. And I'm like this, this thing this, like, this is what got the views. Like, <laughs> man, or like sometimes I'll post shorts myself on YouTube and I'm like, that's the one that hit like, <laughs> that was like the least valuable of all the ones I thought I posted. Like, okay, mm. whatever. Like, I know, God. <laughs> I know it's I, some of my, most viewed like reels on Instagram from a while back. Like I've had some that have kind of popped off in the past that were like hundred plus thousand views on, on reels. Um, and it, they were the dumbest videos <laughs> that I've made. And it's like, man, why can't some of my valuable content like this pop off like that? It's like, but it's just the way the al- algorithm is and you know, what people are actually kind of looking for on the internet and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping eventually like some of these valuable things pop off and you know people can get get that in front of their eyeballs a little bit more so i think i think it does it just doesn't have that like immediate hit right and so it's like you know what i'm gonna post a really good episode and then that that person that like there are those couple people that get to listen to it or those however many people listen to it they even if i got one person to share it with another friend and like hey i found value in this can you do can you share or can you listen like listen with me so you kind of understand what we're kind of like we're maybe we're both going through at the time yeah. uh, or there's like i found value maybe hopefully you'll learn something too and then that like that's that's one extra person and then it just will it's gonna take time and it's gonna take a lot of those but I think once you have, let's say 10 and you have 10 more, then at that point it is exponential because my growth, my first several months to year was very slow. I mean, frustratingly so. And it got to like my first couple months, I was like, I don't know that this is valuable anymore. I'm, I'm fucking like, I'm tired. I, I'm doing a lot of work. I'm learning a lot. I'm buying the equipment. I'm investing a lot of time um, to to like learn how to edit and do all these things. And yeah. you know what? There's not a return on this investment. I think I'm going to bail. And then I, and I took some time off and finally came back and I was like, no, like, let's see it through. This is going to be okay. Come on. And then it has, it has continuously grown significantly and it's been very rewarding, but also at the same time, still very tiring. And it's picked up to the point where like this week I have six, seven episodes next week. I have nine episodes. So it's like, it's it, but at the same time, that's kind of what it takes. You know, this is going to be the thing. Then we got to, you know, we got to continue to practice and improve and put out content and put out good quality content, be selective with the things that we put out. Like it's, it's going to take time, but it's, it's, I think faster than, than we think. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad your stuff is, is really picking up. So it's really cool to see what you're doing, man. 
Um, yeah, I think just like anything else, like the coaching, like we said, and, you know, you're competing with people that have been doing it for such a long time. Um, so it's, you know, it's just, you, you got to build those skills and, and yeah, I think we, me and you are both kind of on in the process of doing that, but it's sometimes, you know, I, I, I agree with you. It can be, it can be tough when, when you're putting in the time and it's like, yeah, <laughs> and it's, you're just trying to look at the, the comparison game. I think so. that if we like. If if we look at like people like Joe and and all these these big guys that have huge followings, it's like just remember, not only is he a professional speaker, like this is what he does, um, like outside of the podcast, but he's also been doing this for how long and yeah. how long did it take? And like he, yeah. he, there's been a lot of a lot of time to get there, and yeah. like we get to see it now for the amazing deals that he makes and all like, but. It takes time, man, and and so long as I think we're patient, then it'll it will it will get there. I think anything that if you, I always you know I've said a lot. Um, if you put like good honest work into something, then it will pay out. It might not be today, be next week, me next year, three years. It's gonna take time, but just continue to put honest, good hard work into it, and it'll pay off. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I want to put a really like tangible example to that where like in the beginning of learning how to edit youtube videos because you mentioned that earlier um you know i would spend all this time like learning how to do all that and like edit a video and then i put it out there not get that many views and it's like this is not worth it but (laughs) but the the tangible example is like but then you know how to do that the next video is like so much easier to do that. So even though you didn't like reap the reward right there, like you, you built that skill right there. And that, that's something you're gonna be able to take with you for every single video. So that, that's just like one tangible example I wanted to, to mention with that. I love that example. Yeah. I think it's very transferable to a lot of different spaces, like trying to learn a new, a new lift, right? The first time learning a new clean and jerk or to clean um, or power clean and then learning how to operate a, a, a new computer. Like it's, it's all transferable to so many different things. Like just, it is frustrating at times, but then, you know, the more that I edit these podcasts, the faster and faster I get. And it's like, okay, I'm not spending five hours to edit a two hour podcast. Now I'm doing a little bit less. And then I think what also helps is like, now I have these skills and yes, the podcast is growing, but maybe I can also outsource these things to help grow a little bit more. Yeah. That's, that's something um, in coaching, uh, you know, I've started to to hire employees, which is crazy to say, um, but like, it's, it's crazy to see how, um, how your mindset changes as you're able to, to outsource those certain things. And it's like, no, like I, I can outsource things where I, I can focus on kind of what my most valuable time can be spent on. So yes, when you can outsource certain things, like that's just going to help you level up a hundred percent. So as soon as I started like adding the live video to the podcast, I was like, Oh man, like this is a whole nother beast, man. Uh, <laughs> and so I ended up getting, you know, I, I tried it myself and I got some help and I was like, okay, after I got the help, I, you know, found other resources uh, and I've hired several people at this point to kind of, kind of help in. And so it's been uh, very, very nice, man. Um, well, make sure I know I, I appreciate you coming on today. I know we have a short amount of time here. So, uh, 
if you don't mind, uh, plug, promote everything you have. And then at the end of that, I also like to let everybody kind of um, give their like some advice to either a coach or somebody listening, whether they be a coach or a client, like something that you would like for somebody to take away from uh, what, like who is Kate and also some just advice, you know? For sure. Yeah. Sorry. I had to cut it short, man. I, 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 uh, I should have blocked off more time. We'll have to both be on each other's podcast multiple times in the future. Um, we will. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, guys, I would say my my two platforms that I spend the most time, put the most effort on is Instagram and YouTube. So on Instagram, it's Cade underscore Junkerth. And I've got a real weird last name. So it's K-A-D-E underscore J-U-N-G-K-U-R-T-H. So that's Instagram. And then on YouTube, same same name, just without the underscores, just Cade Junkerth. Um, and that's where my Elevate Everyday podcast is as well. Uh, you can find Elevate Everyday podcast on Spotify too. Um, and I'm on all the podcast stuff. So if you search Elevate Everyday podcast, you'll find me on all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I do have a free course. Um, so I'm, I'm sure I can shoot that over to, to Ben if, if he wants to provide that for you guys. There's actually a lot of value in that. Um, so I've created a free course where it's basically a collection of a lot of my group coaching calls with my clients with um, topics on nutrition, um, exercise and mindset. So just some free value. If you guys are interested, I, I can send that to Ben um, and he can send it to you guys if you want it. And then so one practical kind of takeaway that I think the listener should take to this, whether you're a coach or a client or honestly, just if you're just not even either of those things. And, you know, you're just trying to take something away from, from listening to this. I think it's something that we, we keep, you know, the recurring theme on this talk with you, Ben, would be the labor that you're putting in now in your life. Like you're going to profit from that later on. Like if you're, even if you're not seeing or reaping the reward from it right now, like it, it will pay off. Right. And the, in the less, if you're in a tough situation, you know, the, the lessons you can take from that, that's how you'll use it to your advantage, right? So like if you're able to take lessons out of those tough times, that's going to help you level up. And if you're able to take lessons out of the good times, that's going to help you continue to have those good times. So that's what I would say, you know, kind of just, that's what stood out to me from what we talked about on this one. Um, and that, that's what I would just like try to have the listeners put into their life and their mindset. Beautiful. I love it, man. Well, I, again, I appreciate your time. We definitely will uh, be on each other's podcasts multiple times in the future, but you know, we got plenty of time for that. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, some of that stuff, and I'll go ahead and put it, I'll, I'll link it inside of the, um, the description. Um, and yeah, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, love y'all. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the Ben Navarro's podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and all other major podcast hosting platforms. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. 